Welcome to RNFM Radio, Nursing Unleashed. We're your hosts, Kevin Ross and Keith Carlson, and we bring you inspiring interviews with a wide array of nursing experts, innovators, and entrepreneurs. We're glad you're here. So welcome and enjoy the show. forward slash RNFM radio. 
And we appreciate any calls, texts, voicemails, anything that you want to throw at us, questions or comments or feedback, you can do so at our phone number, 720-466-3022. Now, that is not our studio phone number. Our studio phone number, which we invite all of our listeners uh, to call into, to either listen to the show or add feedback or comments or questions to the show, that number, very important number, 347 308-8064. And, of course, I wanted to also just give another quick shout-out to the National Nurses and Business Association Conference, hashtag NNBA 2013. You can see Keith and I there October 5th and 6th in Orlando, Florida. And I also did want to make mention, because RNFM Radio was sponsoring some registrations, and that's been uh, wonderful that we've been able to do that. But I did want to have one just quick shout-out to a Sharice Green, who is one of our listeners out there, one of our audience members at RNFM Radio. We were happy to be able to sponsor you. And, of course, Rachel Cartwright, um, she will be attending the LNC uh, Boot Camp. And, of course, you can find Rachel uh, Cartwright's information over at Medical Legal Concepts. That's MedicalLegalConcepts.com. And she's running that LNC Boot Camp over there at the NNBA 2013. And, of course, Sharice we look forward to seeing you there among all of the wonderful guests, uh, speakers, presenters, and our audience. Anyway, that'll be enough said. I'm going to hang out on Twitter for a little bit, and I'm going to hang the mic, hang, hand of the mic back, virtually that is, to my co-host, Keith Carlson. Keith, back to you, sir. Thanks, Kev. You have fun on Twitter. Check in whenever you want on the show and take care of your voice and keep drinking that hot tea you have there. We always want you taking care of yourself because we're always telling nurses they need to care for themselves. So you enjoy. And tonight, folks, sure, tonight we are blessed and lucky and fortunate to have Coach Elizabeth Scala with us, as well as members of the Rejuvenation Collaboration Number 4 that's happening just next month. And the Rejuvenation Collaboration, if you haven't heard about it, it's a two-week free online series dedicated to providing busy healthcare professionals and lay people alike with strategies, tools, and resources to aid in your own self-care. It's held every spring and fall, and it's hosted by health and wellness coach Elizabeth Scala, who's been on our show a number of times. And the series is designed to help participants care for themselves at a mind, body, emotional, and spiritual level. And I'll tell you a little bit about Elizabeth Coach Scala. She's passionate about helping healthcare professionals, nurses in particular, to embody holistic living and embrace self-care. Through her business, Living Sublime Wellness, at livingsublimewellness.com and elizabethscala.com, she writes regularly on the topic of self-care, conducts free monthly wellness workshops, and she offers in-person and online seminars for busy nurses. She's a certified health and wellness coach and holds a Bachelor of Arts degree in psychology, a Bachelor of Science in nursing, a master's degree in both business and nursing. She's originally from Carmel, New York, and she now lives in lovely Baltimore, Maryland, with her husband and her two dogs. And Elizabeth Scala, welcome back once again to RNFM Radio. Hello, Keith. Hello there, Kevin in the wings. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here tonight. Oh, uh, we're excited to have you here too. And I can always hear the smile in your voice, Elizabeth. Why is that? Because I'm always smiling, Keith, especially when I talk to you two. I absolutely 
love listening to your uh, kind of back and forth discussion, and it, it's always fun to be here. So as soon uh-huh. as I hear my microphone's unmuted and I'm getting ready for the show, I just am I'm absolutely um, beaming to be here. So thank you. Oh, thank you. You know what? (laughs) I just wanted to chime in, and I think think it's that uh, I I hope that Keith and I deliver the good kind of hurt. And what I mean by that is because we're smiling so much, we're giggling so much, our bellies are sore, and our cheeks and our jaws are sore from all that smiling and uh, laughing that we're doing. So hopefully it's going a long way, and that's the the good kind of hurt that I think RNFM Radio tries to deliver. Absolutely. Well said, Kevin. And, you know, Kevin, we don't want you to hurt too much tonight by ragging out your throat more, but you chime in any old time you want on your microphone there. So you just tell us when you want to, when you can't hold yourself back anymore. And, Elizabeth, uh, before we bring in our first rejuvenation collaboration uh, co-conspirator and and collaborator, want to tell us a little bit more about the RC4 coming up just in a matter of weeks, want to say a little bit more? Sure, I would love to, and thank you for asking. Um, you know, I was driving home tonight from the Reiki share that I host at the hospital, and I was thinking about this, and I was like, you know, why do I keep doing this thing, and why are we at, you know, Roman numeral number four? And what I realized, especially tonight on the Reiki table, I realized I felt this overwhelming so- sense of... um receptivity you know i was lying there receiving reiki i just was very open i was able to let go and just feel very relaxed and so i keep putting these on not for me and not for my company and not for um even you know the speakers i do put them on really for the speakers because i love listening to them but i put them on for the nurses and for the healthcare professionals and for the caregivers Because a lot of times, and I know this because I've done it, and I sometimes forget and still do it, you know, we're giving all of the time. And so I really put these on so that for that one week or for that one hour of that week that you can come to a live call, I put them on so that you can kind of take some time just to receive for yourself in that way. So I really do these because it's a whole lot of fun, but I really want every single care provider out there to feel that sense of just peace and letting go and really being able to receive some care back for themselves. Mm. Well, well said, Elizabeth. And I have to say to everyone out there that Elizabeth is a woman who walks her talk. And Elizabeth, when you talk about self-care and you talk about doing for yourself, you really walk your talk. But I also see you doing for others all the time. And it's very inspiring and you know we love you on the show, and, and having you on again is just just a blessing for us. So, so glad you're back. Oh, I appreciate it, Keith. I really thank you for having us. Thank you for hosting this roundtable, and I'm excited to hear um, what our speakers have to say, but I will continue to chime in as you, you know, call upon me as well. So thank you. Sure. Well, you're unmuted the whole time, Elizabeth, so the microphone is yours. And our first guest is going to be Marlena Field, PCC, CPCC, and she's the founder of the Body-Centered Coaching Method. Being mindful and including the body's wisdom in the coaching conversation are foundational to her method. She's an expert in using the body as a resource for meaningful and sustainable change. And Marlena has written books and created audios of live coaching demonstrations. 
She teaches teletrainings and leads in-person retreats, and her techniques combine mindfulness and the body's wisdom for the purpose of integrating body, mind, and spirit. These help coaches and other helping professionals assist their clients to access body information that creates a greater depth of insight, self-awareness, and self-acceptance. Marlena leads a one-year body-mind-spirit intensive called the Coach Training and Mentorship Program, and she will be a part of the Rejuvenation Collaboration coming up in just a few weeks. So, Marlena, welcome to RNFM Radio. Thank you, Keith, and hi to Elizabeth and Kevin. I'm happy to be here. Hi, Marlena. Oh, hi. hi. We're we're thrilled to have you here, Marlena. And could you first tell me, due to my ignorance, overwhelming ignorance, what your initials <laughs> stand for, PCC and CPCC? Can you enlighten us? Sure. Uh, PCC is Professional Certified Coach, which is a, des- a designation from the Inter- International Coach Federation, so it's a universal um, credential. The CPCC is from um, a coaching school that I went to, and it's um, Certified Professional Coactive Coach. So it came from the individual school, and then it's also recognized through the international body. I see. See, I'm a coach, too. I should know that. And I just got my RN-BC, which is Board Certified Nurse Coach. So it's hard to keep track of all of these initials. <laughs> totally. but yeah. I wanted to make sure everyone knew that um, what your initials stood for, because it's important for us to know who you are and what you do. So speaking of what you do and speaking of the Rejuvenation Collaboration, what do you want to tell us first? Give us a little taste of what will be happening during your presentation at the RC4. Okay. Well, I was talking to Elizabeth, and I suggested that I be the first speaker for um, this particular reason. Um, The nurses and health professionals and the general public are coming to the Uh, collaboration and they're going to be hearing all sorts of people talk about what they can do for self-care and embracing self-care and all those kinds of things and what I'm going to be doing I'm going to be setting the stage for them to be more receptive Um, and I heard Elizabeth talk about receptivity and receptivity um, like when she was on the Reiki table it comes from being in alignment with being Um, really happy about receiving, knowing that she's worth it, that kind of thing. So what I'm going to be doing is talking to the people on the calls about what gets in their way of being receptive to the idea of self-care or when they go and get some self-care, being fully receptive to what they're being offered. So what I'm going to be talking about is the unconscious judgments that we have about self-care. So lots of us go around as coaches and healthcare professionals and we go, oh, yeah, we, we tell our clients, oh, yeah, you really need self-care. You really need to look after yourself. Oh, it's a good thing and it's um, good for your well-being and good for your health and good for your happiness. And we're salespeople really for this idea of self-care. And often um, the people that are promoting it aren't giving it to themselves. So I'm going to help the audience get really curious about what is it that gets in their way of um, doing self-care for themselves. And I'll, I'll give you a little hint about what I'm going to be doing. When we think about 
self-care and we exaggerate. So in your mind, anybody on the call, if you and you exaggerate somebody who takes self-care to the extreme, okay? So just imagine somebody that's way overboard with self-care. We might have a judgment that goes with self-care. So we might look at that person and we might say, oh, that person is really self-centered. Or mm-hmm. that person is egotistical or that person is so selfish and that person is doing this thing at somebody else's expense. So you kind of get the idea. So in our mind, if we think, oh, I really need self-care, and the flip side of that is, but I'm going to be have to be really selfish to claim it, then we then we won't do it because we don't want to judge ourselves as being selfish and we don't want other people to judge us by being selfish. So we minimize the amount of self-care we offer ourselves because we've got this push-pull tension in our body and in our mm. mind when we think about it. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Well, that sounds wonderful. I'm going to have to listen in on that. I'm pretty good at self-care, and it's something I preach to my clients and on the show, but I think it's important for me to get that message over and over. And I'm wondering, Marlena, about nurses. I know that's not everyone who tunes into the RC, but I think a lot of nurses do make up the audience of the Rejuvenation Collaboration and Elizabeth's uh, people out there in the world who follow her, many of whom are nurses, We often don't feel like we deserve to care for ourselves, and nurses often live kind of in a martyr space where we really need to save. We feel like we have to save everyone and save all our energy for everyone else but ourselves. So can you address some, will you address some of that during your presentation in the RC4? Oh, yeah, because um, as you know, just being a coach, that um, we get into some kind of a, belief thought process about um what we should be doing and and what we're deserving of and what we're worthy of. I just did a, a coaching conversation actually in person today uh with somebody who is doing just that and we did an experience um with her today where she really got in touch with what is it that um keeps this martyrdom um, it's all about the other person going. So absolutely I can address that on the call and give well, that's people great. Some, some tips. Yeah. Great. And was that client a nurse by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? She uh, No, she wasn't a nurse, but uh, what she does is she does um, rites of passage. And she does it for people that are getting married, um, having children, funeral services. And she meets with people and designs this special ceremony for any of those rites of passages that people go through. And she's really happy when she's give, give, giving. And mm-hmm. uh, she ha- doesn't have a concept about receiving. It wasn't uh. even it wasn't even present for her. And so we did a bunch of work around it because she's getting burnt out. Right, of course. Yeah. I think yeah. Many of us have been there and we understand. And I just want to let folks know that your presentation, uh, Kevin just tweeted out a link to it on Twitter under RNFM Radio hashtag. You can also find it at rejuvenationcollaboration.com and just click on Fall 2013 Speakers. And I wanted to point out that yours in particular is Tuesday, the 22nd of October. That's a month from now. 
at mm-hmm. 1 o'clock Eastern. And if if folks register for the RC4, I believe, Elizabeth, is it true that there will be recordings of these presentations available to those who register for the course? Yes, the recordings are available for 24 hours, and there's also always the backstage pass, which allows you to receive all the recordings for the life of as long as you want to hold on to them. <laughs> I see. Okay, great. So, Marlena, is there anything else you'd like to say? Maybe even do you have a little piece of homework that listeners could take home with them right now, some little snippet that we could all ruminate and chew on um, after we hang up with you and something to take home? Oh, absolutely. Um, so the I'll call it field work because that's my last name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the field work would be to begin to notice and bring some awareness to any kind of um, minor or major niggly judgments when you see somebody or hear somebody um, overdoing self-care or just being aware that that exists somewhere in your mind and it, be aware and start noticing it and make some notes and bring them to the call because I'm going to be doing a very body-centered coaching technique where we can um, blast those apart. And um, so bring them with you to the call. Oh, great. That's great field work. So we can really examine ourselves deeply, make note of the ways in which we are blocked in that respect in terms of self-care and then make sure we write those down so we can really address them directly during the process you're offering that day. Great. Great. Okay. And where can people find you online? What is your website? My website's bodymindspiritcoaching.com. Great. Bodymindspiritcoaching.com. I'm sure Kevin will tweet that out on Twitter. And Marlena, thank you so much for being here, and we really look forward to experiencing what you have to offer during the RC4. Thanks, Keith, and thanks for this. You're welcome, Marlena. I do. I look forward to your presentation, like, totally, and I am... I'm going to start that field assignment because, I mean, I can always do some improving. So thank you for that task. I'm excited. Great. Wonderful. Okay. Have a great night. Yeah, you too. Okay, thank bye. Thank you. Bye. Elizabeth, that's um, that's wonderful. I think we always have more we can learn, right? There's always more we can do. Definitely, Keith. You know, I think you would agree. I know you would agree. I know um, Marlena would agree, and and most of us coaches and and nurses and everyone out there, there's always somewhere to get to. You know, we could be extremely healthy. We could be eating well. We could be exercising. But then we just want to work on one more thing. I think that's the process of being human and just constantly evolving and and sort of self-actualizing. So I'm I'm thrilled. I think her topic sounds fascinating, and I'm really excited for her um, live call. I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to begin now, Keith. <laughs> yeah, well, we're gonna have to wait a little while. So, but we at least you got a little taste tonight, Elizabeth, and you have a little field work to do for the next month. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, our next guest is Lane Cobb, and I'm going to introduce her now. Lane Cobb is a speaker, author, and integrative life coach committed to helping women create more health, wealth, prosperity, and peace of mind. Known as the Intuitive Breakthrough Specialist, 
She helps women break through the barriers to success by teaching them to harness the power of their intuition. Creator of the intuitive body mind intuitive body coaching method, Lane teaches women to access their ability for self healing and increases their capacity for love, joy, freedom, and optimal well being. She's also nationally certified in multiple coaching and healing modalities, and she's helped hundreds of women to live their highest purpose and achieve their greatest potential. Her website, Straight Talk Empowerment Coaching for Women, is uh, available to you, and we'll make sure we talk about her website before the end of her mini-interview here, and she'll tell us where to reach her. So, Lane Cobb, a very hearty welcome to RNFM Radio. Hi, thank you so much, Keith. Uh, can you hear me okay? Oh, you sound great. Can you hear us? Okay, wonderful. Thank you. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Kevin. I'm so glad to be here. Hi, Lane. How are you, We're, honey? <laughs> We're thrilled to have you, Lane, and we'd like to let folks know that Lane is another member of the Rejuvenation Collaboration, and she'll be talking on a heart-based approach to healing the whole person during the um, course and also intuitive mastery. So, Lane, what can you tell us about the work that you do and especially how you focus on women and their health, wealth, prosperity, and peace of mind? Um, you know, while I was listening to Marlena talk, I was just, it was so resonating with me because she was talking about um, very often people having um a listening of themselves often that keeps them um, away from the whole concept of self-care. Um, and women, I think, have that in spades, the not worthy conversation or the not deserving conversation or the putting oneself on the back burner conversation. Um, and you said it yourself, and particularly the caring professions. And I think that women... Um, got a double dose of that or something. So, so for me, um, as a wellness professional who's worked with uh, women for 25 years in one capacity or another, what what I learned is that every woman who came to me, um, whether it was for uh, fitness, like I want to lose weight, or uh, not feeling so well, having some chronic illness, or uh, wanting help with relationship the um, underlying theme really was um, I just don't feel good about myself and I don't know if I actually deserve to have everything I want. And so that's, that's my passion. And what women want is to be well and to be happy. And I think that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants to be well and to be happy. Sometimes we don't, everybody doesn't know that's what they want. They certainly don't think that's a simple task. Um, um, my my work with helping people tap into their intuition by connecting the the mind and the body and the spirit, certainly as Marlena was saying, really helps people to understand that it doesn't have to be so difficult. It doesn't have to be as difficult as we think it is. Mm. That if we just get quiet and listen to what our body is saying, and if we give ourselves the opportunity to feel what we're feeling when we're feeling it and honor ourselves and give ourselves, you know, allow ourselves that time to tune in, that we really can heal, that we really can create an environment for optimal well-being. And it's not that difficult, but it does take some practice. Mm. 
Mm. Well, that's great. And, Lane, it really sounds like what you're offering during the RC4 builds upon and really dovetails with what Marlena Field was just talking about uh, just a few minutes ago in terms of the ways that we're blocked in terms of how to care for ourselves and what gets in the way of self-care when what we really need is to focus on our own wellness and it's sometimes difficult to do. It is, yes, and it does. It does. Exactly right. what I was saying about what Marlene was saying just resonated with me so, so, so much, yes. Right, exactly. So you're all on the same page, which is wonderful. And I'm curious, is there a specific technique or something you'll be discussing specifically during your presentation on the RC4 that you'd like to give us a little sneak preview of, something that you'd like to share? Yes. um, Intuitive mastery um, is a concept that I'll be sharing about how to actually use intuition as a healing tool. Um, Very often, many, many diseases of the body and the mind can be traced to suppressed emotions uh, uh, and um, suppressed memories that are occurring as a result of some emotional or physical trauma. And that energy, those suppressed emotions actually um, are occur as energy blockages inside the body and actually diminish the ability to function properly. And with intuition, one can actually focus energy into the body and locate those energy blockages and actually clear them, thereby turning the body to um, an even state where our biorhythms are working properly um, it, it's really interesting. I've done the work for quite some time with women, and it's a very freeing process. So what I what I plan to do is introduce the concept of using intuition as a healing tool and then give um, the listener a little bit of insight in how they can actually harness the power of their intuition, how they can increase their intuitive ability, and how they can... Um, master the art of creating uh, an environment for optimal well-being. Oh, that sounds perfect. That sounds great. And, you know, you were talking about the ways that emotions that are bottled up can affect the body in various ways. There's there's an old quote, and I haven't been able to find the actual quote, but it's from the time of Hippocrates, I believe, but it wasn't him. It was another doctor, and it was something like, and I'm paraphrasing, unshed tears will make other organs weep. Mm. And I've I've always loved that, and I've always held on to that. And even though I don't know the actual quote, and I don't know who actually said it, just the concept that unshed tears, unexpressed emotion can make other organs weep. And we can even see there are physical organs, of course, and I'm sure you'd agree with me, that there are are other organs, too, that are not quite so... Palpable as our physical organs, and there's plenty of places for things to get stuck. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> yes, I certainly would. And mm-hmm. I particularly, um, I think, it's particularly applicable for women because I, it's my opinion. I mean, we're all spiritual beings. I think that women tend to get cut off quite a bit from the source of spirituality for ourselves because we don't 
um, often feel safe um, being fully ourselves and that what can get blocked is the actual connection to source, the feeling of being connected. And um, that, too, can get unblocked in the intuitive process. If you allow yourself to really listen, where should I be today? What should I do today? What foods will make me happy today? Do I need to take a nap today? Uh, If you consider spiritual energies as, per se, organs and systems, then absolutely, I agree with you completely. Right. You know exactly, Lane. Actually, well, I wanted to go ahead and uh, jump in here, Lane. So I've, I'm I'm actually trying self care for my voice tonight because I've totally ransacked it uh, coaching a few soccer games this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I heard. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to take this opportunity though because you, you talk about and, and Keith, what a wonderful quote. I know it's not word for word, but what a great attempt uh, at that quote, and and I think it's just fabulous. And, you know, for my wife, I, I tell her the same thing, Lane. Uh, you know, sometimes she creates her own barriers uh, to just really taking a nap or taking time for herself. And, you know, she she feels like she's spread so thin or she's just not doing as well in this area. I mean, she we both work full time. We're both raising three boys. And I, you know, sometimes I just have to sit down and say, listen, take that time for yourself. Take that nap or take a moment and go up in in the bedroom and read a book or whatever it is that you need to do. We're going to be fine because, you know, and we're going to be even better when you are, um, you know, rejuvenated and you feel refreshed and you're ready to sort of hit the ground running with us um, because you've had that rest or whatever that is, that time for you. Yes, absolutely. As as he yeah. said earlier, caretakers find it extraordinarily dedicated caretakers find it extraordinarily difficult to put themselves first, and and moms and dads are no exception. So <laughs> absolutely. that is so true. That's so true, Kevin. Thanks for chiming in about that. I'm so glad you're taking care of your voice, but still wanted to hear your voice every little while. So good to hear it. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> And, um, Lane, before we say goodbye, I wanted to make sure people know that they can find you at lanecobb.com. That's L-A-N-E, Cobb, C-O-B-B, dot com. It's a lovely website. I'm looking at it now. You can connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn right from her homepage. So you can read all about Lane there, and you can find her at the RC4 next month. Right, Lane? Absolutely. Thank you so much for this opportunity to share. It's been a pleasure, and I can't wait for the RC4. I'm really looking forward to it. This is my first year um, being included in the collaboration, so it's going to be a real honor for me. Oh, good. Well, it's an honor to have you on RNFM Radio, and we encourage people to check you out before and during the RC4. So you have a great night. Thank you so much. You too. Okay. Good night, Lane. Okay, folks, so that was Lane Cobb, and next we have another guest. Her name is Rebecca Skeel, S-K-E-E-L-E. She is a heaven-on-earth mentor and educator. We'll learn more about that shortly. And she's facilitated seminars 
in both the United States and Europe for the last 20 years. She's the creator of the Heaven on Earth Wisdom School and hosts a Wisdom School TV channel dedicated to bringing paradigm-shifting conversations forward to speak our new world into reality. I love that. In addition to being author of You Can Make It Heaven, How to Live Your Life with Abundance and Loving, Rebecca is a noetic balancing practitioner and teaches the noetic balancing practitioner professional training. You can connect with Rebecca via, via her website, Make It Heaven, and we'll make sure to get all that information out to you before we say good night to Rebecca. So, Rebecca Skeel, we are honored to have you here on RNFM Radio. Thank you for calling in. Well, thank you for having me, and hello, everyone. Oh, thank you for being here. And where are you calling from, by the way, Rebecca? New Mexico. So I'm a little uh, earlier in the evening. Oh, well, I'm in Santa Fe myself. Where are you? Oh, you are? Well, I'm in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're going to have to have lunch real <laughs> soon. Absolutely. So, a neighbor. Uh, yes, I'm right here in Santa gone, Fe. You should have just How gone over that? to Key's place. You yeah, guys could have yeah, used you, together you could have just key. used my microphone, Rebecca. I so, could have. I, I could have. Right. I now realize that I've... I've heard your name before, and reading about you, I was just reading your bio out loud, I read it earlier, and mm-hmm. now I think I may have met you once over the last few years. So we're going to connect after this, and we're going to have lunch. So, Elizabeth, thanks right. for introducing me to a neighbor. You are welcome, Keith. Always happy to help. <laughs> That's great. And, oh, hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Rebecca. <laughs> And I, I just have to say that we had members of the RC3 on back in February, and Deborah Zepp, one of the presenters from Colorado, came down with a friend and spent a couple days here in Santa Fe with my wife and I. So the RC is really good for my social life, I have to say. <laughs> Me no too, Keith. A- Me too. I've met two of the <laughs> presenters in person as well now. <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? That's mm-hmm. wonderful. Okay. Well, Rebecca, there's so many things I want to ask you other than where you live in town. We'll get to that mm-hmm. later um, mm-hmm. offline. But mm-hmm. tell us first about what is a heaven-on-earth mentor? I have to know. Yes, yes. I always like to start there. Um, a heaven-on-earth mentor, what I do, my blessing is to help people uncover and discover their personal inner heaven Heaven is a state of being, not a destination. And once uh, we get in touch with the heaven inside and, let's say, ignite it inside ourselves, energetically in our body, then it's a matter of how do I begin to live from that place in the world. So that's my work. I see. Okay. And I see that your your presentation for the RC is going to be called Experience the Freedom Clearing Techniques for Your Emotional and Mental Clutter. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Well, I was listening. uh, I really loved listening to Lane right before uh, I came on, and uh, everything she was saying was so right on. What I do is I take what she was saying and I work off the body. In other words, uh, the way that uh blocks in the body actually get started is in the field, the energy field around us. And we don't realize when we're talking about our health and well-being that it really needs to include uh, the bodies of who we are beyond the physical body. You know, we're very tuned in to our physical form and the, the sense, the five-sense reality of the physical form, but yet we are multidimensional. 
we exist on many different levels. And so what I will be doing is, first of all, talking about the three different anatomies, the physical anatomy, the energy anatomy, which a lot of people um, are more and more tuning into, you know, the chakra system and the chi and the, the energy anatomy in the body. But I'm also going to be talking about the spiritual anatomy and how those three form like three legs of a stool and they they're the complete system if you will of who we are and if one of the legs of the stool is not being considered well the stool doesn't work it's out of balance and when we talk about our health and our well-being we want to also remember that the energy field around us is uh, where everything begins. It begins from essence into form. And so there are techniques uh, that I'll be showing and demonstrating about how to clear, keep the energy field clear, how to really become more discerning about uh, energies that we um, expose ourselves to and how to keep clear and also to become more discerning about what energies are mine and what are not mine and mm. how can I clear them? Wow. So in terms of energies that are mine or not mine, as you mm-hmm. say, that has to do with psychic boundaries, with keeping our own space clear so that we don't take on the energy of others, for instance? That's part of it. It's also okay. going back to when we were small and taking a look at what we accepted from our environment and we took on that was not us. Uh, I call them the hand-me-downs. If you think about clothes that are hand-me-down, you know. Uh, I don't know about you, but in my family, when something was handed down to me, uh, if it was in good condition, my mother wanted me to wear it, you know, because I don't care if it was I liked it or not. You know, it was like, here, you need to wear this because it's in good condition. And uh, we, we do that in our family. And that's what we do a lot of times with energies, with belief systems, with fears, with conditioned behavior. We don't know any better when we're children, of course. And so we take on energies, we take on realities, we take on belief systems, we take on conditioned behavior that's not who we are. And Mm. we want to learn to give it back. We want to learn to release it. So this pattern is actually set up very young in our life. And we don't realize that we keep doing it as we grow up and become adults. I see. Right. And then I can imagine as healthcare professionals like Kevin or myself or or Elizabeth, uh, that could set up patterns for our relationships mm-hmm. with our patients and clients and maybe mm-hmm. even our colleagues that could become very unhealthy and unbalanced yeah. for us as we try to maintain our own equilibrium working with people who are in crisis and and experiencing great pain, whether psychic or physical. Exactly, exactly. I I look at them as uh, openings. It's like if if it's raining outside and you left a window open and the rain is raining in the window, well, Mm -hmm. the first thing you want to do is you you don't get the mop and start mopping up the rain. You close the window. And Mm. then you mop up the rain. So, in other words, we want to find these openings. We want to find these places that were created uh, 
you know, unconsciously, of course, and for good reason, because we loved our family or we wanted to belong or fit in or or whatever was going on. Mm -hmm. We want to find these openings. We want to close them, and then we can clear the clutter. I see. Okay, well, that sounds wonderful. And I wanted folks to know that they can actually find you at NakedHeaven.com. That's a Mm -hmm. very easy website to remember, NakedHeaven.com. So you can find Elizabeth there. I'm sorry. You can find Rebecca there, not Elizabeth. She's another person. Talk about boundaries and shifting and taking on. You don't want to take on the website of another person, right? You want to. You want to keep it clear. So they they can find you at Naked Heaven, and mm-hmm. I believe your presentation is going to be Tuesday, October 22nd at eight o'clock Eastern, right? I believe that's correct. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, and I just want to say the description says feeling tired, overwhelmed, stuck in old habitual reactive patterns. Becoming aware and knowing how to clear your internal clutter is a breakthrough experience into a total sense of well-being, health, and vitality. And that sounds really wonderful. And, you know, over the last months I've been listening to some old cassette tapes, actual cassette tapes that a friend of mine gave me of Carolyn Mace, some people say Mm -hmm. Carolyn Miss, of her Energy Anatomy series, and it's Mm -hmm. a really wonderful series and makes me want to know more about what you do because it sounds so aligned with that way of thinking and being. You know, she was a a pioneer groundbreaker in this whole area, and uh, I love her work, love her work. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I do is similar, but yet, you know, I bring my own flavor, I bring my own way of talking about it, my own approach, that kind of thing, which I'll go into more detail about when I get to be on the show. Right. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So um, it's been really great having you here, Rebecca, and I do want to get in touch with you because we're having a wonderful party at my co-housing community here in Santa Fe Saturday, and I'd love for you to be able to come. So if you could... um, you could just go to nursekeith.com and send me a, a message, and I'll get you all the information, and maybe you could come to the party this weekend. Nursekeith.com. Dot com. Yeah, just Got find it. me there. Yeah, okay. it would be wonderful to meet you. And, yes, you know, it my, would. My social life, just like I said, it keeps improving with the <laughs> RC, so we're going to have to keep this up every six months. It's just <laughs> incredible. So, uh, thank you, Keith. Know, I look forward to yeah. meeting you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, thank you. Thanks for being here. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Good night. Wow. Well, Elizabeth Scala, she's a Elizabeth Scala, a coach, self-care, and a matchmaker. That's uh, what I was just about RFM to say. Radio. I found a new calling. <laughs> I am totally a matchmaker now. I guess I better, you know, look into how to do that. <laughs> That's right. Just introducing people who can possibly become colleagues and friends through Elizabeth Scala. So that's maybe that should just be another page on living sublime wellness. I'm wondering. <laughs> We'll have Kevin work on that with us when we make the move. And the reason I asked Rebecca where she was calling from, because all of a sudden I saw that 505 area code, and I thought, wow, she's got to be here. But you never know, because uh, I have a Massachusetts cell phone uh, area code, so you never know where anyone's actually calling from these days. Anyway, we're going to move along with another new friend, and her name is Melody LeBaron. 
And I'm going to tell you a little about about her. After decades helping clients declutter, organize, and feng shui their homes and workspaces, Melody LeBaron asks, in how many ways can the rooms you live in, work in, support you to function and feel more successful? Melody teaches feng shui, an ancient technology that can help you up-level your own health, relationships, and abundance by creating harmony and balance in your home and your workspace. Known for blending an out-of-the-box perspective, quirky humor, and practical know-how, Melody inspires busy professionals who want to decrease their stress level and increase their prosperity, health, and joy by turning their homes and their workspaces into abundant success sanctuaries. To receive Melody's free guide to using Feng Shui to make your life easier, we can tell you where to find that and where to receive tips on decluttering and Feng Shui from her website. So we'll make sure we find out what that link is so that you can actually get a little field work to do before her RNF, before her rejuvenation collaboration presentation coming up next month. So we want to welcome Melody LeBaron to RNFM Radio. Hello, Melody. Hi, how are you, Keith? I'm great, making new friends every five minutes in tears. How are you? Yeah, I'm great, too. Oh, thank you so much for being here. We're really thrilled to have you. And what can you tell us about Feng Shui and how you'll be teaching about the techniques of Feng Shui during your presentation at the RC4? Well, um, let me just ask you a question. Have you ever heard of feng shui before? Are you familiar with it? Yes, I have. My wife has studied it just a little bit, and she uses it in her home to the extent that she is able to. And we have several friends here in Santa Fe who are feng shui practitioners. So we've been introduced to it quite a few times over the last, I'd say, maybe about 10 years. So I am familiar with it, yes. Awesome. Well, I I kind of thought you might be because you went into that introduction so easily and pronounced it so well. Um, I get all kinds of things. Feng shui, feng, you know, feng what is what a lot of men say. But feng shui, it's it's new to the West. It's, It's been here in the West about 40 years, 30 to 40 years. And it's actually an ancient indigenous Chinese form of life space design. And it's been practiced as an integral part of their culture for over 5,000 years. Now, the name feng shui literally translated means wind and water. Mm-hmm. And when I heard the term wind and water, I thought, okay, you know, yeah. The breeze nourishes the water, the rain nourishes. And then as I got a little bit deeper into my study of feng shui, I realized that the ancients, when they named this technology feng shui, were actually speaking not just of the gentle gifts that wind and water bring, but also of the power. And if you think of, well, Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane Sandy, we've all experienced wind and water in that came very powerfully. And so the ancient Chinese studied these forces like wind and water, which have the power to shape the landscape. And they developed what they called the five-element theory, which gave rise to Chinese medicine 
acupuncture and reflexology, which are all systems of balancing the human body, and feng shui, which is a system for balancing the body of the spaces we live and work in. Well, that sounds that's a perfect description, and the reason I, I like hearing how you're putting that into words is that our bodies, we often are trying to find balance, of course, and the rejuvenation collaboration is a lot about finding that balance, but those bodies also have to live in a physical space and work in a physical space, so as much as we work on our nutrition, our hydration, our exercise, we meditate, etc., if our physical space around us isn't in harmony, it must make it much more difficult to live the sort of life that we really want to. Is is that true? Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. What you just said is completely brilliant because um, many of the people that I work with are very successful in in a particular arena, but when it comes to their homes, they've you know, their home has either got some problems with clutter or their home Mm -hmm. is just simply not uh, feeling vibrant and vital and alive to them anymore. Um, And many of us in the West have a very flat, what I call cartoonish, one-dimensional relationship with the spaces that we live and work in. We... We haven't been trained to experience that space as anything other than, oh, a place to put my stuff, a place to accomplish tasks. Um, But when we want to go on vacation from our work or, you know, out of our home, we want to go someplace else, we pick a place in nature. We pick the beach or the mountains or some beautiful place outside. And as we hike through the mountains or walk along the beach, there's a part of us that's actually aware that nature is alive, it's got healing powers, it's intelligent, and it soothes us, and it brings us into balance. But somehow, for the Western mind, when we enclose that nature, when we enclose that space with a roof and exterior walls, and we have either a home or a a workplace or a business, all of a sudden, the nature or the space inside that dwelling becomes dead to us. Mm. So right. it's really interesting. I've studied not just the Chinese um, feng shui, system of feng shui, but many, many indigenous cultures, the Hawaiian Huna, the Australian Aboriginal, and many of the Native American cultures and every indigenous culture has a different relationship with the the spaces they live and work in the spaces they move around in to an indigenous person those interior spaces are as sacred and as alive and vital as their favorite place in nature well, you know, Melody, uh, Kevin here. I actually I wanted to chime in on something and just reiterate to our audience. You know, the decluttering aspect of the organization and the feng shui uh, that seems to be an extremely important piece because you know you, you read stories, articles, and I've even worked with people. I, I'm not a professional organizer or anything like that, but but uh, folks that when I'm in their home, 
it's almost I see them bringing in all of these storage devices to put their things in, and they haven't yet decluttered. And I'm thinking, why not purge first? I mean, when's the last <laughs> right. time you laid eyes on that thing, whatever that thing is? Um, and do you really need to put it in a box to then shove it in a closet? And sure, it looks organized, but you're still full. I mean, you're still bursting at the seams. So decluttering must right. be one of the hardest aspects of the organization process is from a psychological standpoint, like really being able yeah, to let that well, go. Yeah. Is that right? It is for many people. And what you just shared, Kevin, is is true because it's the first thing I tell people when they say, you know, when, when I have an appointment to work with them either in person or via Skype and we're getting together for the session and they're like, how many bins do I need? <laughs> And I say for the decluttering process, and I, I give them a list of what they need, you know, a trash can, a shredder, and bags or uh, either paper or plastic bags or, or boxes that can be carried out of the home with items that are going to be donated. I mean, you don't need anything like fancy bins or storage units to declutter. You you need a completely different mindset. Once you once you've let everything go that you're not keeping, that's when we look and say, okay, what is the best kind of, what is the best way to store this? And as a holistic organizer, I always take my client through an assessment to discover what I call their unique retrieval strategy. Because we've all got strategies for learning. We learn either best visually by reading or auditory by hearing or kinesthetically by doing. And the same is true with retrieving the memory of where you've put something. So for my clients who need to organize their file system, if they're not a visual, if they don't have a visual retrieval strategy and we put something in a file drawer, it's kind of like throwing it into a black hole. Um, they're never going to well said, it again. No. Right, well very well said. I have some black holes around my house. I can just I'm looking at them right now and <laughs> this is making me think, "Oh boy, I really have something I need to do here." And I want to let our listeners know, if you're listening live, I just tweeted out where to get your free guide to using feng shui in your life at the link and it is if you're listening to the archive recording, it is transformingspace.com/fengshuioffer and it is F E N G S-H-U-I, offer. So transformingspace.com slash offer. I also want folks to know that you can find Melody on Facebook. It is facebook.com slash transforming space, transforming self. So that's fairly easy to remember on Facebook, transforming space, transforming self. And it looks like a wonderful Facebook page. Is there anywhere else folks should look for you, Melody? Yes, if if anyone who's listening or who listens later has any problems with clutter in mm-hmm. any part of their home or workspace or life, then if they go to just transformingspace.com, my homepage, they will be able to receive a free audio training called The Five Secrets to Releasing Clutter for Good, and um, they can also get a transcript of that training. And they can get an assessment where they can print that out and do a walkabout in their home and see how clutter in the different areas of their home may Mm. be affecting their life. Because if you've got big, big clutter in the center of the home, 
you've got mm-hmm. a problem with your health because the center of the home relates to the health of the body. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. if you've got a lot of clutter in the relationship corner, we would expect you to have challenge in that area. And the same thing would be in the abundance corner. We would find problems with allowing in a flow of abundance. So the first step in feng shui is always to declutter. And then we get into the real fun uh, tips that I'm going to actually be covering in my um, rejuvenation collaboration session Mm. where we'll go over in detail ways that each of us can interact with the different areas of our home to up-level our health, our relationships, and our finances. Mm. That sounds wonderful, Melody. And again, folks, that's transformingspace.com. You can sign up. I'm looking at it right now. It says, Overwhelmed with Clutter, Five Secrets to Release Clutter for Good. Receive my free audio and assessment. So you can go right there to transformingspace.com. And also remember, Transforming Space, Transforming Self on Facebook. So, Melody, thank you so much for bringing some of the energy of Feng Shui to RNFM Radio. And we really look forward to promoting your and everyone else's presentation on the RC4 next month in October. Thank you, Kevin, and thank you, Keith. Thank you, Melody. You have a great night. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm starting to uh, see a theme here, Keith. What's that? Enlightened well, well you know, I've been um, writing about this and video blogging about this and I'm not sure if anyone's listening, but I sure am. All of my speakers this time are talking to the fact that we are going to be getting out of our own way this fall. And I'm so excited because they're talking about clearing the space to really let ourselves become our very best. So get out of your own way. That's the theme. (laughs) All right. Well, it sounds like a great theme. Right. Stop stepping on your own toes. And yeah, clear the path. Right, right. Step on someone else's toes instead. Why not? <laughs> you can step on mine anyway. on the way out the door. Just get out of the way of yourself and get right. get moving. Right, that's great. Well, we do have another presenter who is on the line. She's still on hold, but we'll bring her on in a few moments. And this is Glenda Christians. She is the immediate past president of the American Holistic Nurses Association. As the founder and CEO of Glenda the Good Nurse Consulting, she speaks throughout the country on such topics as stress management, integrative healing, and positive thinking. She taught community health nursing at Brigham Young University for 10 years, and she's the former dean of nursing at Fortis College in Salt Lake City and former host of Glenda the Good Nurse Talk radio show. Glenda received her baccalaureate and master's degrees in nursing from the University of Utah and her Ph.D. in nursing from Oregon Health and Science University. She also holds an advanced certification in holistic nursing. She's the mother of four, grandmother of seven, and she lives in West Jordan, Utah with her husband, Steve. And you can find Glenda, of course, at glendathegoodnurse.com. So, Glenda Christians, very warm welcome to you. RNFM Radio. Well, thanks so much. Uh, hello to you, also Keith and Kevin and um, Elizabeth. You you just rock. 
Thanks, Glenda. <laughs> Great to hear your voice again. Hello, you too. This is very exciting. We saw each other in Norfolk, Virginia last and uh, mm-hmm. had a great time. And I think you you really know what you're doing, Elizabeth. And Keith and Kevin, you really know how to identify talent by asking Elizabeth back on the show. Well, thank you very much, Glenda. And Elizabeth can recognize talent because she has someone like you on the RC4, so the feeling is mutual. Oh, well, aren't you nice? <laughs> yeah, and when when I heard that you were Glenda the Good Nurse, I was thinking, okay, is she going to be from Kansas? I'm not sure. <laughs> no, but I love Salt Lake City. <laughs> Salt Lake City. Okay, well, one of these days, my wife and I are going to get up to northern Utah, so we may need to visit Glenda the Good Nurse if that would be okay with you. Oh, I would love it. Uh, I love the, the I love that area. Place. I have to. Yeah. I have to say, I love the area. We took the family there last year, Park City, oh, and then, of course, uh, Salt Lake, and loved, loved, loved the area. Beautiful, beautiful. We're from Colorado, it really but it's really, oh. yeah, really gorgeous. Yeah, that's saying a lot if you're from Colorado. But really, we've got it. Salt Lake City downtown feels really safe and really spacious. It's just a, and, and, you know, we're right next to the mountains. It's just a beautiful place to live. I do love it here. I'm from Arizona and California. So here I am oh, in Utah great. and loving it. Yeah. Oh, good. And we want folks, again, to know they can find you at glendathegoodnurse.com. And I know you're out there on Twitter and Facebook, and you're, you have lots of places where you've been, and you do Glenda the Good Nurse Consulting. So can you tell us a little bit, you're talking about essential self-care for everyone, and you're the keynote speaker at the RC4 Monday, October 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. So can you tell us a little bit the the gist of what you'll be speaking about, how you're going to tie all this together for everyone as the keynote? <laughs> well, I hope I'll tie it all together or, or at least get people curious. I, I, I see my right. job as really getting people curious and, and truly just what um, what Elizabeth just said is we need to get out of our own way. I think coming to something like the Rejuvenation Collaboration for is uh, something we all need. I mean, we sort of know this will be great for me, but then the big but comes in. But I've got another appointment. But I've got to get the kids off to school. But, but, but. And I'm hoping to um, get people to, just like we said, get out of their own way. I'm going to be talking about the benefits of caregiving, which sounds kind of Dolesville, but sometimes I wonder, um, we caregivers, uh, we're not getting all the benefits of caregiving. There are many benefits, but what we're getting is the non-benefit of getting burned out. So I'm going to give some tips on how to avoid burnout, how to how to take care of ourselves, um, and and get people excited about RC. I think it's a fabulous program that Elizabeth's got going, and I love that it's free. So we can't use that, but you know, but it's too expensive. It's not. It's free unless you want to, you know, get buy some other things. But it's free and it's it's here for us all. So I'm excited. Right. <laughs> really That's excited. wonderful. Well, we need an exciting keynote speaker, and you sound like you're ready for the job and ready to step up and really bring the energy in. So why – can you tell us some reasons why it's so important to make self-care central to one's life? What – give us a couple good – pointers for why we really have to focus there? Well, you know, your question is almost a no-brainer. Not that you don't have a brain. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, it seems so very obvious uh, when we take care of ourselves, we can take care of other people. The question is, you know, why do we fight that? 
And so I want to, um, I, I want to quote something from Rumi that I hope will somewhat answer your question, and maybe not. Uh, Rumi says, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. It seems like we have barriers against taking care of ourselves, and we focus on taking care of other people at our own expense. And mm-hmm. I think we need to love ourselves as we love other people. It's healthy. It's healthy and it's whole. It's right. Now, now you're Glenda the Good Nurse, of course, so you mm-hmm. have been a nurse for many, many years, and you've been yeah. involved with the AHNA, and you have your master's in nursing as well. So what have you seen, and you're talking to the choir here because we already know, but what mm-hmm. have you seen in terms of nurses and the ways that they block themselves? What do they do, and why do you think they do it? Well, I've seen a lot. I've been mostly a nurse educator. I was a school nurse for about three years, but I've met some cranky nurses I've, um, where, you know, you go to morning report and hear, you know, what, what's happened overnight, and there's judgment about patients. There's just sort of a lack of love and just a huge burnout. And, and of course, I see them not so nice to nursing students. And it, this is just a defense mechanism, I think. I think nurses feel defensive. They want to protect themselves. They're burned out. They don't have more to give. They don't have more to give to the nurse coming on the shift. They don't have more to give to the nursing students. And that's really what I see. Now, I'm not saying every nurse is like that. Absolutely not. But um, I think we get this defensive mode where we can't let any more in. Our energy is just filled up, and we can't we can't do it again. We just we're done. Mm, and right. That's, but, mm, sadly, that's what I'm seeing, and it really doesn't have to be that way. There's a thing called helpers high and givers glow. We need to get that back. Helpers high and givers glow, but it sounds like yeah. we need to give that to ourselves as well, right? Not just by yeah. giving to others. Exactly. Right. We need to get that glow and that high back in. We all know when we serve another person, it makes us feel good. It just mm-hmm. feels good. Even when we don't want to do it at first, once we get in there and start helping someone else, we do get that, that helpers high. That When we love it, if we had that every day at work. And wouldn't our patients really benefit from that, too? We love ourselves. Right. We love them. It's a win-win. It, it's just love everywhere. It's healing. Right, of of course. And I also feel that as nurses, like you said, we fight against self-care for some reason. And getting underneath that, and I'm sure in some of the work you do promoting holistic health and holistic healing as a trainer and a speaker, you must sometimes delve into what are those underlying issues, like what I would say with some of my coaching clients, what's the subterranean stuff? What's the subtext that's really speaking to you and keeping you back from caring for yourself? Oh, wow. You know, I think it's individual for everyone. That That is a good question, and it's a deep question. Right. Um, and I think care, there's something that caregivers have in common that we seem to um, resist taking care of ourselves. And I don't know what it is. It's like I said earlier, we want to help everyone else, and, may, and maybe we somehow got screwed up in our heads to think that's how we help ourselves. Because we do. I mean, that does help me if I help you. But there's more to it than that. I also have to take time for myself. So I'm not sure I have the full answer to that. Um, Right. 
Well, uh-huh. it's just a great thing to think about. And, yeah. you know, looking at your website right now, I'm just checking out your picture, and I see that you're actually taking folks on a cruise in November of 2013. It says, Cruise into a New Era with Glender Christians. Um mm-hmm and the Evolving Conscious Health Community. So that's a seven-night cruise in November of 2013 with Glenda the Good Nurse. So, folks, you might want to check that out at glendathegoodnurse.com. And I notice here you have a section specifically for nursing students and talks about how you visit campuses to talk with nursing students about stress management, relaxation, holistic test-taking skills, how to respond to bullies, self-care, and how to think like a nurse. So that sounds wonderful. And I notice also you have radio show archives from your previous radio shows. And you even have a tab at the top of your website talking about your fun life. And that sounds like it's an entrepreneurial venture that you, um, there are apps, I think, that you represent for people to, it sounds like, have a more fun life. Yeah. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, have a more fun life. Go for it. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. That's, I'm here to have fun. <laughs> right. That's if wonderful. If it's not fun, I don't want to do it. <laughs> right. Oh, well, yeah, good. there, Glenda. Absolutely. You, you're singing my song. <laughs> that's all, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, Elizabeth, that's Elizabeth Scala all over. Right? Oh, yeah. She loves yeah. to have fun. That's right. i got to find a way to make it fun. If it's not fun, I'll, i got to find a way to make it fun. I just right. don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Glenda the Good Nurse, is there one thing you'd like to tell our audience who's listening either live or listening to the to the recording? What's one thing they can do, say, when they get up in the morning to set themselves up for a better day? Is there anything Glenda the Good Nurse would like to prescribe? Oh, sure. Wake up smiling. Just wake up smiling. When I I've I've talked to Elizabeth about this before. I just roll over in bed and I smile. If I don't feel like smiling, I smile anyway and voila, wow, I feel happier. Mm-hmm. So wake up right. smiling. If it hurts, do it anyway. It is fun and it it really does put a tone on the day. Oh, that's great. And I've talked in the past about how my wife and I are certified laughter yoga leaders and she's oh. actually She's much better at integrating smiling and laughing into her life than I am. I have to really admit that here on the on air. And sometimes she'll look at me and she'll just say, smile, honey. She'll say, smile. And it really does, it's been documented scientifically how it does change the body chemistry. And sometimes we just feel resistant and we don't want to do it. And that's one of the ways I imagine you would agree that we fight against our own self-care. Yes, we really do. We really do. What's it hurt? Smile. And really, the emotion follows the body language. It, it really does. So, mm. smile. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Glenda. Thanks for gracing us with the presence of Glenda the Good Nurse. And we want <laughs> to you. encourage people to visit glendathegoodnurse.com. And Glenda will be the keynote speaker on the Rejuvenation Collaboration on Monday, October 21st. At 8 o'clock Eastern, please be sure to make it for Essential Self-Care for Everyone, the keynote speech. So, Glenda, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's wonderful to finish up here with these five interviews with you. Well, thank you. It's been my absolute pleasure, and best wishes for all that you do. Thank you. Thank you you have a great night. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. And I'll actually be sure to go to bed with a smile this evening. 
because of the, tonight's show. I tell you, the energy is just amazing. I love these mm-hmm. shows. I really Elizabeth, you're going to have to have more RCs. I'm just telling you. It's just, you have to keep coming with it because I love them. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that because I was uh, wondering myself if the RC name's gotten a little over... Uh, used so thank you for that feedback and I agree it was a lot of fun and I am like like I said um, when Marlena was speaking I was like I'm ready to start tomorrow and Keith's like oh no we have about a month away we got a month sorry well we have lots we can do and lots we can share about on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere before the RC4 begins next October so Elizabeth before we say goodnight to you you're our hostess of the evening, having brought these five wonderful presenters to us. Are there any last messages you'd like to say, anything we should say about uh, the backstage passes, anything at all? Sure. I would like to mention the backstage pass, actually. Um, So tonight on the show, we were going to raffle a backstage pass to anyone who registered during this one hour. So my project coordinator, Unika, and I have been watching the registrations, and nobody has registered during the hour, which is fine. Uh, Maybe you all need a little bit time to digest and let this simmer. So instead of just pulling a fake name out of the hat, I decided I wanted to be honest and upfront with your listeners and let them know that we will keep the raffle open. So anyone that registers for the Rejuvenation Collaboration this week and signs up on the Rejuvenation Collaboration sign-up page, there's a box there when you're signing up, and it asks, how did you hear about us? If you can just enter in that you heard about the event from RNFM, we will then take all of those folks who sign up this week and pull one name out, and you will receive um, two complimentary backstage passes. So the raffle will stay open, since we didn't have a winner tonight. It will stay open till next Sunday at midnight so that Keith and Kevin can announce the winner next Monday on the show. Great. So I hope that some of you um, RNFM listeners uh, take advantage of this a little extended uh, offer here. All right. Well, great, Elizabeth. And if you want to tweet that out and add the hashtag, and Kevin, we can make sure we get it up on Google Plus and Facebook too, right? We will indeed. I just... Uh, Elizabeth and I were just communicating back and forth on the side here, and we uh, were going to, here at RNFM, we're going to continue to push that out, and we would be honored to have our audience have another week and to be able to announce it on next week's show. And I think that uh, after listening to this show, I don't know why you wouldn't sign up for the Rejuvenation Collaboration, unless you're already signed up and you just want to sign up again. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, we're just going to keep pushing this show out uh, to nauseam. But it's it's the good kind of nausea, literally, like the good kind of pain. You're going to want to pull all of this conf- this content and information in because you're just going to feel so good. I mean, just these little nuggets, these little snippets, and I feel so like fresh and rejuvenated and like ready to. Well, I've got to rest my voice, but when Thank I you. can, I'm just going <laughs> to sing. You know. And, you know, I'm going to sing the praises of Elizabeth out there because being a coach, self-care, and also, to going back to being a matchmaker. And I'm just going to start singing uh, uh, the uh, matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match, find me a wow, fine, okay. catch me a catch. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we'll fiddle on the roof there. So I'm going to start wow. singing that from the top of the roof. But, uh, you heard I it here first. Right 
You heard it here first, folks, on RNFR Radio. Kevin Ross singing a Broadway tune. That is just, that's golden. That's precious. That's going to have to go in like our episode 100 best Hall of, of moments of RNFR Radio. Right, right. right. Well, the the cast well, of the well Fiddler done. on the Roof. I I totally just botched that all to, all to pieces. But anyway, no, it's that was, just that was wonderful. It's been cast. great. The show has well, been wonderful tonight. I love these shows. Yeah, yeah we do too. And Elizabeth, we love you as always. And you're going to be on R and FM Radio again and again for as long as you can stand it. Thank so, you. Thank you so much for being here tonight. We know it's getting late there on the East Coast. It's only eight twenty here, but we know it's ten twenty there. So you have a great night, and just, we will and, have and, you back. Thank yeah. you. Before I before I before I do uh, hit the pillow, sure. you're right. I am one that usually goes to bed at eight p.m. Eastern, so this is way past my time. But um, oh my gosh, I want to I want to thank the speakers tonight, the five speakers that joined us, the speakers that will be part of the event. I mean, they took time out. They really shared their heart and soul. And I, you know, I talked to each of them before. Um, even creating this whole thing back in May and June, I, I had calls with each of them. But they're, you know, they really gave your audience some tools they can already start using. Mm-hmm. And I, I really can't wait to hear their, their webinars. I'm so excited. So I want to thank each of them. Thank you for being on the show. Oh, thanks, Elizabeth. I couldn't agree more. And and you're right. And Elizabeth, I just want to say it's not about each RC being better than the next. Because I think what it comes back to is, well, you know, I, I did the first one. I did the second one. You know, why do, you know, the third one, why the fourth? And, you know, you talked about the Roman numerals, uh, you know, earlier on. And it and it's just like, it, it's not about being better, but there's just so much so much diversity when it comes to self-care. And you, know, you just don't know who you're going to connect with at any given moment. Uh, there there could be one or two or all of them, all of the presenters and all of these RCs that you really connect with and it really moves the needle for you and you make something happen for you. Um, and, and so it's I, I don't want to discount the previous presenters of the other RCs. Uh, that's not what I'm saying here. It's just that you've done such a wonderful job to really continue to re-up it, re-up it, add some diversity, add a mix, and just... Each and every time I, I'm involved with this, I just I feel good each and every time. That's the take-home message. Every time you go to the RC, you're going to feel good. It doesn't matter if you were at the first or if it's going to be the eighth or tenth or whatever. Um, you're still going to feel refreshed, rejuvenated, and ready to just do something and get out of your own way. Stop Absolutely. stepping on your own toes. <laughs> well said, Kev. Well, Elizabeth, thank you so much. Thank you for being here, for bringing all these wonderful guests to us, and we will be in touch with you, I'm sure, very, very soon. Great. Well, have a great week, guys, and thank you again. You too. Good night, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Good night. Good night. Good night. Kevin, with a... uh, with a uh, ragged-out voice, you are waxing poetic tonight and even singing, and I am so impressed. I can't, I can't tell you. I had to go out strong, Keith. I really did, you know, because I know tonight when I lay down, lay my head on the pillow, it's going to be, you know, the the throat's going to be sore, but it's all worth it because again, it's something that you and I believe in. I mean, the show is what we believe in. The guests on the show are are who we believe in, uh, but definitely. You know by us having Elizabeth on so many times and the Rejuvenation Collaboration and sponsoring that and being the platform, we love this this group of people, this roundtable, 
these presenters, these speakers, we love what it's about, and and we hope that you do too. And and it uh, really yes. speaks volumes because I can speak volumes now, even though my throat is killing me. But it just and you I sound great. great. You sound great, Thank Kevin. You. And you're right. You're right. There's just there's so much energy in the RC4, and we have to tip our hats or our virtual nurses' caps to Elizabeth because she's the one who brings all these people together, and it's her energy that creates it, manifests it, and holds the space for all of the presenters. So our hat's off to her, and she's just a wonderful person. We can't help but have her on RNFM Radio over and over again. So she's our good friend out there in Radio Land, and uh, we hope she has a great night's sleep tonight, knowing that she brought such great value and content to the airwaves this evening with her guests. So, Kevin, I know it's getting late, and you need to go to bed and nurse your throat. So I'm going to just give a little rundown of what's happening over these next few weeks. Shall I do that? Of course. Absolutely. So we want to let you all know that once again this week we are having a second episode of RNFM Radio. It's this Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and we're having Diane Yeager of EHR Tutor, and she's a nurse entrepreneur who brings electronic medical record tutoring and training to universities and nursing schools around the country. And she's really created a little niche market for herself. And she'll be talking about how she did that and why it's important to train nursing students how to use electronic health records and electronic medical records. So that's this Wednesday, 3 o'clock Eastern. Kevin and I will be here. And now next Monday, Alicia Pierre, nurse business coach extraordinaire, who was in the tweet chat tonight, and thank you for listening live tonight, Alicia. She'll be with us next Monday talking about her nurse business coach entrepreneurial trainings and a little bit about her own business model and how she got to where she is today being the extraordinary nurse business coach that she is. The following Monday... Karen Ingalls, she's the nurse author of Outshine, an ovarian cancer memoir. It's a beautiful short book. It's a beautiful read, and we highly recommend it. It's called Outshine, and Karen Ingalls will be here talking about her journey as a nurse with cancer and what that was like and what the process was like for her. And on the 14th of October, we'll be welcoming welcoming back our nurse artist friend, Julianne Paradisi, for her second visit to RNFM Radio, learning more about what she's up to as a nurse artist out there in the world. And finally, on the 21st of October, I'm excited to say that we finally have the Nerdy Nurse coming on the show. And Kevin, what can you say about the Nerdy Nurse? Well, Brittany, I mean, you know, Keith, we have been working on uh, Brittany Wilson to come on the show for quite some time. And I know it's been a challenge for her because she's got a young kiddo herself, uh, a young little boy there. And I know sometimes he likes to stay up late. And, of course, our shows are in the evening, or at least they they will be for the rest of 2013. But, but Brittany is a wonderful technology advocate for nurses to really break things down for the nurse so that they can – balance the technology that is that we're really inundated with day to day in our in our lives clinically uh, and of course personally but uh, what Brittany wants to do is to make it so that we as nurses have a a good foundation a good uh, understanding 
that uh, of technology so that we can implement it properly and that we can still spend time with our patients and be there for our patients and so that we're just not overwhelmed. And I think Brittany does a great job of really just, and I don't want to use the word dumbing it down, I really think she just simplifies it and streamlines it for nurses and puts it in a format and vocabulary that we can really embrace. So that right. we don't feel it's just all about the code, because she's a nursing uh, in, or a nurse informaticist, and they work with the, I guess, sort of the, the tech geeks of the world and IT, and they work with the nurses. They are registered nurses, and they bring it all together. So they take all of this technological language and the medical language and meld the two, so that we have a better understanding of how to practice uh, embracing the technology while we embrace the care of our patients. So maybe wow. that was a little bit more than I should have said, but I think Brittany does a No, that was, that was perfect, Kevin. That's great because we've been wanting to have Brittany on for, for well, almost two years now. So it's mm-hmm. great to give her a really rich introduction because there's a lot that she does as a service for the nursing community, and we're really grateful. So Brittany will be on on the 21st. So, folks, that's it for those next four weeks. We will possibly add a few Wednesday afternoon shows in October and November and December as we get ready to switch to that Wednesday afternoon slot permanently in January. So more about that as the weeks and months go by. And for now, this is Nurse Keith. I'm going to be signing off. You can find me at nursekeith.com anytime. Send me a message. Give me a ring. My Google Voice phone number is on the site if you want to get in touch. So, Kevin, you take care of your throat. You have a wonderful a uh, couple days. You and I will be back here at RNFM on Wednesday afternoon. And you can wrap us up. And good night to everyone out there. And thanks for listening to episode 80. Well, thank you, Keith. And again, I just wanted to remind our audience out there the National Nurses and Business Association Conference happening in Orlando, Florida, October 5th and 6th. Keith and I will be there with bells on, without bells, whatever it is. We're going to be making a lot of noise, but it's going to be the good kind there. And, of course, we wanted to remind our folks to head on over to the Rejuvenation Collaboration and sign up for the RC4. And when you do, remember, Elizabeth said, there's a box there. And how did you hear about the the RC? You heard right here on RNFM Radio. So put in RNFM, RNFM Radio, Keith, Kevin, something to indicate that you heard it here and then you'll be entered for that drawing for the backstage passes. And, of course, if you have not felt uplifted or motivated or ready for something that moves the needle for you, then I suggest turning up the volume because this show was incredible. So continue to find passion in your life and also with everything you create each and every day. Care for yourself while caring for others, and we always look forward to having you back here with us again on RNFM Radio. 